I'm Greg Whitmore from Shelby, Nebraska. Farm about uh, 2,600 acres, mostly irrigated, uh, primarily pivot irrigation. We do have some self-surface strip irrigation and uh, corn soybean producer. Uh, live next door to a large dairy and work with them closely on raising silage and, and utilizing manure and manure from some other neighbors at uh, when, when I can get it. You have some involvement with the Soil Health Partnership. Tell me uh, why the involvement and how did you get involved? I got involved uh, about eight, ten years ago when I, by raising silage with the uh, local dairy and, and doing cover crops. And uh, when this program started with National Corn Growers, uh, working closely with the state association and, and the corn board in Nebraska was asked to maybe step up and look at it and so I signed up uh, I'm that western dot on that map uh, that we have of the soil health partnership and what that plot is is on a field that was leveled flat went for gravity irrigation in a, in a basin and those soils can produce but in most cases they're not as productive as our class one soils around and my thought was okay what I've seen happen with the cover crops on my silage acres and manure application why can't we bring that to these other lower productive soils and improve productivity on that so that's where I got jumped into this soil health partnership to, uh, and to demonstrate to myself and to my neighbors that you know we can improve these soils You've been doing this with the application of cover crops. Mm -hmm. How long and how have they worked for you? Well, I've been using cover crops about 10, 11 years now and continuous silage in those acres. And our productivity has improved. Oh, we started out in the, oh, a good silage yield was 27. And the, la the best I've had the last two years is like 33 ton. So productivity just continued to increase. I know a lot of people shy away from continuous silage, but you know, if you keep that soil covered, uh, keep it from eroding, and, and we're applying manure on there. So, my thought is, you know, when if you've got a growing crop out there and you're applying manure, uh, you're up tying up those nutrients that you might possibly lose. Uh, and so, I'm a firm believer: if you're getting manure, you need a cover crop. If you've got a cover crop, if you can get manure, take it. You were mentioning earlier, too, about protecting soil, mm -hmm. the need to keep that soil in one place. Mm -hmm. Expand on that. Okay. Well, that was the primary reason I got started initially, because the second or third year of silage, that the soil gets so fine that in the spring of the year, when we get our little Nebraska breeze, uh, the dirt would just, we'd have clouds moving back like the dirty 30s. So, uh, but by putting a cover crop on there, we weren't seeing any of that. So that was the first and primary one was to stop the wind erosion. But then I also have some sloping areas that when we started getting cover crops on, we don't see those reels starting, which turn into gullies, you know. And so I've often thought, you know, how much are we actually losing out there that's unseen losses on soil? That's another area that I think really to improve soil health, we got to stop the erosion first. So talk about, in addition to uh, keeping the soil in one place, just keeping that soil healthy, keeping it productive and fertile. Well, yeah, and, and further investigating into these things that uh, uh, if we've got a, an actively growing root longer than just the three or four months for corn growing or soybeans, 
if you've got that active growing, you've got you're keeping the rest of the biology in the soil active, which then helps uh, put in place a bigger reservoir of things of handling nutrients and handling moisture um, to make it available to the next crop. So that's uh, that's a thought that uh, I've come across, and, and uh, it seems to work, you know. But it, the key is to finding that proper management, how to to make it work, so it, you, you end up with better yields instead of having a detriment of, okay, you took a little too much soil moisture here to help that next crop get started, and so you know, uh, it's a real challenge. Tell me what you put down for cover crops. Well, primarily I use uh, cereal rye, and uh, on my silage acres we throw a brassica or in of uh, a rye of a radish. And I've got some acres that once in a while neighbors will want a pasture. We'll put some turnips on those acres too in that mix. Um, starting to investigate a little more complex mixtures uh, um, to maybe address some of these other diversity issues that help maybe build uh, soil health. How is the economy of soil health maintenance working for you? Cover crops, some people look at them as a cost uh, factor. How do you see it? Well, uh, yeah, you know, on the cash side of things, it's uh, uh, a bit of a drain, you know, and if by using a cereal rye, it has to be terminated. But, you know, there's a side benefit of being out there early terminating. We're, we're addressing those issues of the hand bit, uh, any of the other winter annuals. Those are are not getting not near the problem they used to be because you know we're out there terminating that crop and that early stages when when it's best to control those weeds and by using rye and and the the brassicas I'm seeing some of the disease pressure being less uh, I don't have any mare's tail issues or any other problem weeds out there we're using a cover crop so uh, there is a benefit that's unseen that we're not uh, really accounting for so I, I feel that there's uh, you know, by by stepping up and and being more intense in our management on this thing, that we don't have near the the issues that some people are having on and and our uh, or well, the water hemp issue. In my silage fields, I don't have a water hemp issue. Plain and simple. How has your management had to change the more you've gotten into uh, improving and trying to maintain soil health? Well. Uh, by having cereal rye, it, it means that I've I've seen issues where we've got to adopt it. Okay, come the first of April, if the winds the temperatures above 50 degrees and the winds reasonable to spray, I've got to be going. So that that crop needs to be tem- terminated. And uh, uh, hearing also, you know, there's can be some issues from the uh, uh, potentially from the uh, use of Roundup within a short window afterwards may affect germination on corn and our root establishment. So, you know, there's always some little things that can pop up that can, whether it's weather or other things that, uh, you know, you've got to make a plan, try to stick to it, and, and if have a secondary plan if that doesn't work. So uh, that's that's the key thing, you know, make your plan plan on what you want to try to accomplish with your cover crop and and because uh, there's such a variety of things that you can put out there for covers that uh, yeah you need to, to narrow it down to what you really want to accomplish and, and um, I know there's a big push about a little more diversity out there and, and you know seeing that too so um, 
uh, you know, whether it's a two, three, four-way mix, uh, you don't have to throw the whole kitchen sink at it. But, I mean, that's, uh, you know, get, first off, you've got to make your goal of what you want to try to accomplish, you know. And in a lot of cases, it's, you know, try to replenish that organic matter that we've depleted over the last 30, 40 years. Philosophically, what is your feeling on maintaining soil health through whatever means? Well, my father always said that his goal was to improve the soil that he got when he took over farming from, and that's my goal too, to improve it for what we've done. And you know, and we're seeing you know organic matter starting to rise. Uh, We've gone from full tillage to ridge till to uh, no till and strip till now. And so uh, that's been a big step forward, and we're seeing levels starting to come up. You know, and when when we start incorporating cover crops into this, those those organic levels are even taking a bigger jump. You're going to continue. That. Yes, yes, we'll continue. I think the whole key to making a cover crop work is, like I say, is a plan and having a management uh, how to best manage these cover crops and understand there can be some pitfalls to having a cover crop that may cause a, a little yield decline this year but if you're looking taking a big picture of things you know what is that setting you up for the next year or two after that so i think you can't just look at it at a short-term basis you know okay yeah it costs you 20 or 30 dollars to seed that cover crop on there you know and it may cost you another eight to 15 to terminate it but there are choices out there if you we now have to terminate that so there's such a variety of things you know and there's a lot of tools out there to help you uh, make that decision you know telling you and also to how to best manage those cover crops to make better yields